Happy Wednesday morning, everybody. It's a big day because uh, we are going to park our truck and trailers inside the dome for the big dome racing weekend. Uh, people from all over the world, they'll be here because there's never been anything like it. Uh, seven, eight years ago, they said, you're gonna do what? We're gonna race inside the dome where the Rams used to play football. What is it, seven years later? It's the biggest success in racing. Uh, hearing rumblings that they're gonna have to open up the second ring of grandstands up top. That means we're gonna start getting into the 20, 30,000 range of people. The lower ring, you hear maybe 15,000 people, whatever it is, but when you go up to the second ring, you know, you have to open the second um, story of the dome. Usually they have plastic all over the seats. That means it's big time. So uh, the reason this race is such a success is because um, it's wild. It's, it's, uh, it's the damnest thing you've ever seen. It is, it's gonna be on Flow, uh, the app which is big, uh, they have a record uh, view. So we do know that like Eldora, you know, you know, Kings Royal, uh, you know, go to Knoxville, Volusia. We know that there are crown jewels in racing. And uh, the Dome is never a crown jewel because it's, it's a theatrical race. You know, if you win it, it's a big deal. If you don't, you know, the joke going around is, if I wreck my car, we're gonna load it up and drink beer. But let me say this, I believe that the Dome is the biggest viewed race in America uh, on flow for the year. I I'm thinking, uh, respond right here if you agree, don't agree. And here's why, it's December, there's nothing to do. It's not gonna get weathered out because it's in the Dome. Um, another thing that's pretty wild, 100, 100 and something, I think 150 super late models entered and they only start 20 or 18. <laughs> so, so think about it. But what's the percentage? What's the chance you even have of going to the A main? So although the A main is spectacular, it, it's really, it's really just the ending, right? Because it's, it's all about the show that, you know, you're qualifying your heat race, your whatever. Uh, so once again, uh, this event is something like no other. It, it, there's an old saying, we used to say it at Bristol for the NASCAR cup race, racing dirt inside the dome is like flying fighter jets inside a gymnasium. It's insane. It's off the charts. So, uh, big weekend here in St. Louis. Like anything, it's gonna go by like that. So I'm gonna try to soak it all in. Uh, we parked today on Wednesday, just get parked um, inside the convention center. Uh, then when we go race, we take our race cars, we start them up, we go outside onto the city streets in St. Louis, go down the city street, that feels so weird, and then we drive into the dome. So the dome and the convention center are connected. All right, um, one other piece of uh, business, pause.
Went to the St. Louis Blues game last night. Uh, had a real good time with um, Gordy Gundaker, Nick Hoffman, and a couple of Nick Hoffman's new crew members. I just got to know him. We had a really good time. Uh, the Blues lost 6-4. to four, But uh, like one hour after the game, one hour after the game, they fire, fire the legendary uh, coach of the Blues, uh, Barubi. They call him the Chief because he's a, he's a tough-looking man. The Chief, he's the man. He brought our Blues their only Stanley Cup trophy. So, therefore, he'll, he'll always go down in St. Louis history as the man. I'm going to skip to the good part. Like the song says, let's skip to the good part. Why'd they fire him? Capital W-H-Y. Why did they fire Coach Berube after being such a legend, right? Uh, the only coach ever, you know, to uh, win the Stanley Cup and what, a couple of three years later, um, they fire him. Because you kind of take out the COVID years, right? There were two years there with the COVID stuff. Just so... Really only like two, year, two, three years removed, and they fire the coach of the St. Louis Blues. Let me go with this. I don't know what happened, but I, I already know what happened. Because of my age, I'm 60, and I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. It, it's, not about, it's not about losing and winning. You can, you can be a smart ass and go, oh, it's all about losing and winning. No, it ain't. All it took was for Coach to get in some type of debate with Doug Armstrong, who runs the team, not the owner, but runs it. And all it takes is Barubi to say, I'm out of here. If you don't agree with the way I'm coaching this team, take it. And then, and then Armstrong probably said, well, then all right. And hot heads, hot heads, uh, most likely an argument. Now, what these things never come out until years later. That's like when the St. Louis Cardinals fired Schilt. It, it, it really never comes out, but the media ends up finding out. You know, it's like they said Schilt got fired. He was having success. We were doing good with the Cardinals, but they said he became hard to work with, that he wanted things his way. Well, no kidding. Uh, you ever worked? Have you ever worked around Rusty Wallace? It was simple with Rusty. You just did what he said and you went to victory lane. So sometimes when people are good, they have a clear vision. Uh, unfortunately, out, unfortunately, nowadays, people want to know everything. What are we doing? You know, they want to be included in everything. Sometimes leaders, like, like a Bill Belichick or a, um, you know, the, the coach down there at, uh, you know, Nick Saban down there at Alabama. You know, uh, when, when you get coaches that are winners, you just go with them. You just go with them and you're going to win. But nowadays in this world where, you know, why? How come? Why are you breathing? Well, because, you know, so I, I'm sure that Barubi got fired because Armstrong and him came to some type of disagreement right after the game. It was, it was a tough loss, but it was a hell of a game. I believe we, we pulled our goalie a little early, but... That's just, that's just bench racing. That's just quarterback talk. Easy to say, you know. So I'm going to clear it all up. I believe 
Chief was fired because he got into a pissing match right after the game with Armstrong over difference in the way to coach the team. Uh, however, I do not believe he was politely fired. Coach, we're going to relieve you of your duties. Thank you for your service. No, that ain't what happened. There was a pissing match involved. <laughs> too abrupt, too quick. <laughs> An hour after a game. Now, they announced it one hour after the game, so it probably happened like minutes after the game. All right, respond right here. Tell me if you're going to the Dome and tell me why you think the uh, Doug Armstrong fired our only Stanley Cup coach ever in the history of the Blues. All right.